Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever 35. Hi there, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts, okay? No, no, we are not. But we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. It's true. And please do remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. You can text us at that number as well. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. 
And if you want to connect with the rest of the Forever 35 community, you can do so on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash Forever 35 podcast. We have a Twitter, Forever 35 pod, Instagram at Forever 35 podcast. There is a subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Forever 35. And you can always visit our website, Forever 35 podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. We are also doing office hours again for the month mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you can sign up via a link in the show notes or on our website. And please do sign up only through the link. And that is where uh, if you have questions about producing or making a podcast, we will answer them to the best of our ability. We will. So Dory, you have a very important update that you want to share. <laughs> Well, you know, I've been meaning to mention this for a while and I <clears throat> I think I've like alluded to it, but I haven't actually come out and definitively said it. But I think I truly like officially cured my folliculitis and my hairline zits that had been a real problem for me for quite some time. Yeah, you had zits that were along your your scalp is that correct i had zits like on my scalp and then i had a ton of zits like on my hairline and they were like a lot of them were like the deep painful ones and it was really frustrating and i did some reading okay and it was basically like it's bacteria Mm. um like building up and i was like oh all of this coincided when I started with when I started trying to quote unquote train my hair to not have to be washed as often. Ah. Uh. And I was taking fewer showers and I was washing. And even sometimes when I was showering, I wasn't washing my hair because I wanted to be one of those cool people who only wash their hair like once a week. And I was doing that for a while. And when you were doing it, did you you feel cool? I felt so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Just as you said, one of those cool people. Well, I just feel like this is like the line that we keep hearing. Like it's bad to wash your hair every day. It you know it it makes your hair makes your scalp produce more oil. It makes actually makes your hair greasier. You should train your hair to only have to be washed once or twice a week, like just mm-hmm. on and on and on. And I definitely like took that to heart. I was like, okay, well, I've, I, I had always been someone who showered every day, showered every morning and washed my hair every morning. That was just what I did, especially because I, you know, when I worked in an office and then when I started working from home and then especially when the pandemic started, I was like, well, you know what, this is a good time to kind of try not having to wash my hair all the time. And like, I would work out and not wash my hair. Mm -hmm. And then when I really started digging into this issue, I was like, I think, I think this is partly because I'm not, I'm like not clean. Like I think the bacteria is like building up on my head. So I started, I don't, I'm not washing it every day, but I'm I'm always showering after I work out now. Like no matter what, I'm showering after I work out and I'm I'm showering. I would say I'm washing my hair at least every other day, sometimes every day. And I just I think I've just come to the conclusion that like this is not a one size fits all situation. Like maybe it's quote unquote bad for me to wash my hair every day, but it was really bad for my scalp and my hairline to not wash it frequently. 
So what so, if you um, what have you noticed like in washing your hair every day did the did the hairline zits just did they are they all eliminated and then also my second question is what are you doing like are you doing the briogeo scalp treatment are you just doing shampoo and conditioner what are your steps so i started with the briogeo scalp revival stuff which is charcoal and coconut oil micro exfoliating shampoo and like this mm. stuff is pretty intense but it it promises to calm irritation itchiness flakes and dry scalp so um that was like what i started with the shampoo and the conditioner and i was this doing that a, one to two times a week this is a big fave of yours Yes. I don't think this is something that you want to use every day. Like, I think that would probably be overdoing it. I alternated between the Scalp Revival and their Blossom and Bloom line, Mm. which is made to volumize fine, thin hair. So I was using the Blossom and Bloom, which is much gentler and not meant to, like, exfoliate. Um, I was using that probably you know, two, three, four times a week. And I started just like gradually noticing that the zits, the folliculitis on my scalp was clearing up and that I wasn't getting the same zits on my hairline that I had been. Wow. And oh, and also washing my face versus Mm -hmm. just using micellar water. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that also has helped with the hairline zits. So basically, I'm sorry, I have so many questions. When you wash your face, are you using a flannel, or not using a flannel? Okay, splashing. So it's not even like the scrubbing action. It's really just like the removal of this kind of like buildup every day. I think so. And you know, I've always had sensitive skin, and I like, you know, had eczema and. I just, my, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor. My unprofessional opinion is that this was just like too much for my skin. Yeah. Yeah. To like let that bacteria fester, like Uncle Fester. (laughs) (laughs) Great Adams family or Munster shout out? I can't remember. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Adams family. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, I just, I just wanted to share that because, again, like I said, I think a lot of these like recommendations are often not one size fits all. And like sometimes we just have to go with what's right for ourselves and our bodies. Yeah, I think that is fantastic advice. And I appreciate you raising it in regard to, to hair care. Mm, thank you. Um, because I do think about it often in terms of like skincare recommendations where it's like, if I do this, will this happen? And it's like all our, our skin is all so different. There's, there's, you're right. There's no one size fits all for any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, what wisdom you've attained, Dory. Oh, you're well, like the thank Yoda you. of this podcast. But you know what? I was also, I, I'm also kind of like proud of myself for figuring this out on my own. Yeah, I you should be. Well, Kate, you had some revelations this week. Okay. I just I just wanted to raise like the kind of cultural conversation that's occurring on TikTok between 
essentially it's between Generation Z and millennials. And I feel like the the generation, what are we, Gen Xers are just kind of like, okay, y'all fight this out. I don't care. I know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, but there's this kind of cultural conversation going on, generational conversation going on bet- about side parts and middle parts and genes. And basically these young generation Zers, 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 these generation Zers have <laughs> declared that side parts and skinny jeans are not cool. And the millennials of TikTok are pissed off and defensive. And I like I am kind of just fascinated watching this because we're old enough now at I'm at 41, like to have seen to really to see trends really circle back. Yes. And so it's like hilarious to watch these like TikTok teens in what I think is horrendous fashion. I mean, they're like mimicking our fashion from the nineties, which was atrocious but then also it's really funny watching people get defensive about it i just think it's so like the conversation is really interesting like i agree i think skinny jeans are are trash like i don't i don't want to wear skinny jeans but i'm also like not convinced the like trimmed baggy boot cut jeans these young people are wearing look any better like i don't i don't understand the pants of today dory Well, I think the other thing to keep in mind is that when you're the age of the Gen Zers, excuse me, it's like Zers, Zers, (laughs) like Geezers, but Zers, I've decided. Um, Zoom, don't they call themselves Zoomers? I truly have no idea. I should probably learn. Um, You know, when you're like a teenager or in your early 20s, like, first of all, you have, you most, a lot of these people, I would say a lot, of, I should say a lot of the people who have time to make these TikToks have time on their hands and have time to like think about this stuff. <laughs> and secondly, like you just are, you're like willing to take different fashion risks as a teenager and a, and as a young adult. I also think I was thinking about this too. Like I think a lot of these Gen Z people's parents are like our age. So, you know, remember when like we were teenagers and we would look at pictures of our parents in their like 70s clothes and we thought it was so cool and we wanted to like bring back the 70s fashions? Yes, of course. I, I had my mom's bell bottoms. Right. I think that's also what's going on here. Well, it's funny. My kids have always just kind of worn like leggings as their pants for the past 10 years. And then recently they were like, we want big pants. Leggings aren't cool anymore. I was like, what? (laughs) Like this all kind of coincided. They wanted quote. Yeah. Like big, they said big pants. And I was like, um, do you mean like Jinko jeans? Like, what are we talking about here? But it's, but the trends have circled back. And so, yes, it's it's just funny kind of watching this all go down. And also like the side part versus middle part thing. Like when we were kids, middle parts were so not cool. It was like humiliating if you had one. Mm-hmm. And and so it's just kind of this like having to retrain your brain on what the trend is and what looks good. Also like middle parts are not for everybody. Like I just, I also don't care as much anymore, which is such a relief. I, I think my general kind of point is that I feel a bit of relief in that I don't care 
if middle parts are cool and side parts aren't cool and I wear a side part now. I, I feel like I've finally been released or have released myself from the concern of this. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. that feels good. And then, you know, also like watching all these TikTok teens, like one thing that kind of makes me chuckle is like one day they're going to be my age, hopefully, you know, and they're going to be watching they're like they're going to be watching kids do this like i just we all if we're lucky age and 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 like we're not teens forever and so it's just kind of fascinating yeah. to watch them in this moment knowing like well you know one day you're going to sleep with a heating pad because it feels good on your on your bones totally see you there charlie yep. Emilio. <laughs> Anyway, if you if you have uh, you have thoughts on the trends today's trends, are you wearing I, the one thing I don't want is for low rise jeans to come back because nothing was more atrocious and more uncomfortable than low rise jeans. I saw um, I saw a mom wearing like low rise kind of flared jeans the other day, and I was like, oh, I guess this is happening. No, I refuse. I, I mean, I won't. I won't do it. I don't think no. I, I can't. I can't wear those jeans. <sighs> I will right. say, I did. I did try to do a, a middle part, mm-hmm. but I have like a widow's peak slash cowlick kind of right in the middle of my forehead. Me too. <laughs> so now, now I have like a slightly off center part, which I feel like is like it's like super cool, right? It's like the coolest part to have. Yeah, it's like, like what a, all the Gen Zers are doing. It's what all those those Gen Zers have. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. You're cool. Well, you I'm are really cool. cool. I'm so cool. Okay. Let's take a break. All right. BRB. And we'll be right back. Okay. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology That distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. 
I do too. Uh, it's my favorite honey love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons 
from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right, we are back with a voicemail. Hi, Kate and Jory. My name is Christina, and I am a Protestant Christian minister here in North Carolina on the other coast, and I was just listening to the Aldi episode, and I had to call in. I am on my way between my two favorite pandemic pursuits, walking uh, on the beach, even when it's cold, and going to Aldi and another store, Lidl. Maybe it's Lidl or Lidl. Um, anyway, it's a similar to Aldi store. They have slightly different products, and I love to go to both with my double masks on and doing all the distancing, but it's helped me in one of my, what I'm calling my dumb pandemic projects. I, I, I like everybody else, was kind of, you know, just thrown into chaos at the beginning of the pandemic and figuring out how to do my job, um, how to leave church when you can't be in person and teaching teenagers on Zoom and uh, all of those things. And so cooking has really been kind of the only thing that stayed normal. And so I decided to start what I call a dumb project. I decided I had both of Chrissy Teigen's cookbooks and I decided that in the pandemic, I was going to cook every recipe in both of her cookbooks. So I am something like 25 recipes from the end, and there's only maybe one dead. It's fantastic. And it's kind of helped me get out of my head and into my body and uh, caused me to do all sorts of uh, have all sorts of delicious pursuits, even when I smoke at my house. <laughs> and most of the ingredients are found at Aldi or Lidl. So um, here is to making our way through with um, with some projects. And if we can't control the behavior of other people, if we can't control uh, the pandemic, at least I can control whether or not um, I, I – finish this and I'm able to make my homemade crab rangoons and 
um, homemade corn dogs and miso flavored cod and all sorts of other things. So thank you all so much. Uh, love the pod and I um, feel like y'all have gotten me and others through this pandemic. P.S. Check out the candles at Aldi. They are legit. All right. Bye. I love a pandemic project. I love a candle. I mean, I love so a minister. A minister. Totally. Yeah, I don't think we've had a minister call in. We've had some rabbis. Yeah. So welcome to the ministers. <laughs> um, thank you. This is such, such, a, such a great voicemail. I mean, I love hearing about people's pandemic projects. So if you want to share them with us. We're all yours. I, I do too. And I I also, I need to dig more into those cravings cookbooks because I have both of them. I've made that delicious miso cod. It's very good. Mm. Chrissy Teigen's recipes all seem like I only ever hear raves about them. It's just sometimes I don't have the energy because I know my kids probably won't eat most of them. So <sighs> I'd love to hear people's faves from the old Teagues. The old Teagues. That's what uh, best uh, friends of um, me and all of Chrissy's best friends call her Teagues. Did you know that? Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I love her cookbooks. Thanks for this rec. I love your project. Yeah, this is this is great. We received a, a sweet little listener observed simple pleasure. She wrote, or excuse me, they wrote, Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm out walking my dog and came across a simple pleasure. When I stepped out, it was dark and gray. I just looked up and I saw the sky is blue now and I can smell blooming flowers. Oh, what a lovely observation. I love that feeling where the sky changes. Yeah. Mm. Mm, Good one. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you, listener. All right. On a totally different note. This is an email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I've had this question off and on for years. How do you apply conditioner only on your ends when you have short and or layered hair? When I had long hair in my 20s and 30s, I didn't have this problem, but there's no way I can do that with my hair now. Um, I have had short and or layered hair. I mean, I think for one thing, you, 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 use, very, you, you use very little conditioner. Or at least that's how I navigated it. I would I would use like a dime size bit of conditioner. And you can kind of rub it between your hands and then just sort of like gently apply it to the ends of your hair. So I have kind of a, a radical take. When I've had short hair, and I've had really short, short, short hair, and you know, chin length, ear length, all of it, I don't use conditioner. I've done that too. And I, I think it depends on your hair texture. That's true. I I also wonder, like, could you do a squirt of a leave-in conditioner spray out of the shower and just Mm. on your whole, on your whole head, but knowing that you're not, it's not as, um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Condensed. It's not as, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe there's another kind of way to condition that part of your hair i don't know but you're right dory i think you're really right i have very fine thin hair so it's not doesn't always need to be conditioned yeah all right this is 
an email that spoke to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm sorry to send this email, but I feel like I've hit a wall. I just want someone to see me and I don't know who else to talk to. And this person wrote, rant. I am so tired of social media. I'm tired of seeing people party, have gorgeous celebrations, look so put together. I'm annoyed that I can't get information such as some news, parenting advice, or knowledge of a local event without running into people's profiles, showing their elaborate birthdays, baby showers, and various other celebrations. I've tried staying off social media for various numbers of days, but I don't know how else to get some of the info. These accounts seldom put their Insta tiles of info on their websites. The reason I'm channeling these feelings of jealousy and resentment is because I've been pregnant for eight months, working full time, graduating with my MBA, turning 30 and trying to be a human wife, housekeeper, friend, etc. You know, and with COVID, I've not been able to celebrate anything. I can't see family. I can't have a baby shower, no birthday celebration, nothing for graduation. And I just hit a wall. I feel so horrible complaining because I know so many people have it way worse. I have a notepad that I keep next to me when I have these resentful feelings and try to reframe it into something I'm grateful for, but this reframe is not working anymore. I just wish my friends would call me to check in. I'm tired of being the one to FaceTime to connect with them or send them cute cards. I haven't seen anything with the inside of my house for so long now, and I am losing it. I don't know what to do anymore. Sorry for sending this, but I just feel like everything is triggering and I want to hide or run away. Oh, listener. We see you. We see you. I bet other people see you too who are listening. This sounds like a whirlwind of things. Yeah. All coming together at a really challenging, stressful point in your life. Yeah. And I think you can, you should just know your feelings are valid. And sometimes you can't reframe. They just are what they are. And it is what it is. And what it is right now is a pile of steaming poop. Yeah. I think that's the most, that, that's like an important thing to remember about the whole like reframe the narrative saying. It's like sometimes you can't. And sometimes trying to reframe the narrative just like makes you feel worse. Yeah, or or guilty that you can't just feel gratitude and all that shit. But like you only, you know, you only have your own life experience. And while I think it's always so important to acknowledge, you know, our positions of privilege and and all the all the things we have in our own lives, like it doesn't also negate the fact that your stuff is really hard and is really putting you through it right now. You know, the other thing that this listener's email made me think about is how we really feel the pain of the pandemic around social rituals, like holidays, birthdays, births of children, graduations, like all the things that we would normally be commemorating Mm. or or you know there's a reason why rituals exist like they yeah. they keep the social fabric together you know and when we can't do those things it, i think it like makes us feel less human that's a, and a you, really beautiful point yeah oh thank you kate and you listener are you have a, you happen to have a ton of things that would normally be commemorated and celebrated happening all at once so of course you feel like shit. Like 
I don't see how you wouldn't. Like, this sucks. So, I, I really, I see you, and I also just want to, you know, I hope you can give yourself some grace here and just let yourself, like, allow yourself to feel upset about this. And I, I'll, I also do hope that you can find some way to celebrate yourself and commemorate these really big milestones in your life. And just a thought, because this listener expressed frustration that like friends aren't really doing the check-in with them, that they're kind of doing all the, the friend work. Could you maybe uh, assign your partner? I see you are a wife. So assign your spouse with maybe like coordinating some sort of celebration for you. You can, it, I, I think it is okay to say, I would really like to be celebrated. I'm doing like I'm having a we're having a baby. I'm having my birthday. I'm graduating with my MBA. Could could you put this together or could you reach out to my best friend and ask them to do a little something? I I think it's okay to ask for those things and to try to assign it to someone. I think that's a really good point. Like put it onto your spouse who then can coordinate your friends. Not not saying you have to do the coordinating and the and the fin- wrangling of the celebration but i would make it clear that that is important to you and that you want someone to take it on if you feel comfortable doing that that's a great suggestion well dory thank you so much thank you <laughs> you know what you're compliment. welcome <laughs> all right let's take another break and we'll come back with a couple more questions all comments. right let's do it You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. 
One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we are back and we have a voicemail. Hey, Kat and Dora, this is Lauren from Miami, longtime listener of the podcast. Just wanted to call in and give my two cents on the whole uh, getting your sink super wet after washing your face uh, debacle, which is a worthy, definitely a worthy thing to talk about. Um, so for me, I think that the way to work around this is to use it to your advantage. So in the past, I have used in like past, past, like teenage life, the same towel every day to wipe my face after washing my face, which if you listen to Caroline Hirons, she'll tell you don't do that. She'll tell you to use a clean flannel, um, at least like use one in the morning, a clean one in the morning, and you can use the same one at night. Um, and not in the interest of not using the same towel over and over and over again. And I guess like fostering bacterial growth on your face or whatever makes sense to me. So the way I keep myself accountable to do this is at night when I completely like splash all over my sink and get it all wet, I use that same clean flannel that I just uh, patted my face dry with and I wipe my sink and I wipe the water away. Now that thing's all wet. I have to put it in the dirty laundry forcing myself to use a clean flannel the next day. Because um, otherwise, I think I'd be tempted to keep the dirty one um, and save myself, you know, the short walk to the dirty clothes. Um, so in a way, it's almost like a, like a blessing in disguise, shall we say? I don't know. Um, might not be such a bad thing. So, yeah, hope it helps. First of all, the idea of using a new washcloth every day is like revolutionary to me. I let them linger for weeks. You do? Yeah, haven't we? I'm, aren't I, I mean, I don't wash my bras. Of course I let them linger. Like, isn't this my vibe? <laughs> isn't my vibe not washing things for way too long? <gasps> oh my gosh. I, yeah, I use it. I dry it i use it i dry it i use it i dry it maybe at least a, at least a week of the same washcloth if not longer okay okay all right whoops a doodle whoops I mean, a doodle so it happens uh so good tip i also the thing is a lot of people were wondering why we don't just use washcloths but i actually like washing my face without one i find it kind of like drying to always be scrubbing with a washcloth so i'm with you yeah, so that is why. All right. Well, hot tip. Thank you, Floridian listener. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Last last email of the day. Hey, Catendor. Several months ago, many people wrote in to give advice to a listener who was questioning her sexual orientation. You and the community were so supportive, so I thought I'd write in with my question that's somewhat in the same sphere. I'm a cis woman in my early 30s, and around two years ago, I came out as bi, though I'm still figuring out which label, if any, is right for me. I left my very long-term relationship with a man and since then have dated mostly women. Lately, in pandemic times, with having a rich romantic life pretty much on pause, I've been looking inward and thinking about my relationship to my own femininity and, realize, and realizing I have no idea how I want to dress. 
I'm pretty sure I still like being feminine, but there are certain more feminine clothes that just don't feel right when I put them on anymore. And I'm not sure where that feeling comes from. Meanwhile, a lot of my friends are asking me questions like, are you going to get a gayer haircut? Or, haha, of course you bought Doc Martens, right? They definitely mean well, but it makes me feel over-observed and weird about trying new styles. Basically, I would like to be a little more visibly not straight, but also feel like me. And I have no idea where the internalized homophobia ends and the internalized patriarchy starts when it comes to figuring out what that means and what I actually like. I've started taking selfies when I'm wearing clothes that feel good so I can see if there are any patterns. But beyond that, do you or your listeners have advice for developing a personal aesthetic, especially when dealing with big life and identity shifts? What, mm. a, what a fantastic question. I love this question. Um, my first thought was to look at Rachel Wilkerson Miller's blog um, because she was on our show and she talked a lot about how she kind of developed a uniform. And that's been a lot of, that's been a big part of like what she's written about. Um and how she like developed her own sense of style. But she also came out in her 30s. And I believe she identifies as bi. She might identify as a lesbian. I'm not sure. But um, I think she also was kind of wrestling with some of these questions. So checking out her work might be a place to start. But I'd be curious to hear if people have other suggestions. I think um, Katie Heaney's book. Mm-hmm. Um, also might be an interesting read. Yeah. Um, because she published a memoir called Would You Rather, a memoir of growing up and coming out. And I think this is something I recall her kind of talking about, at least in on her Instagram. Yes, 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 yes. I remember her talking about it on her Instagram too. I haven't read her second memoir, so I don't know, but I would I would definitely check her out. My other thought would be to curate your social like especially instagram or pin or maybe even like start building a pinterest mood board but like curate your instagram with with people whose style you like and want to kind of explore emulate get inspiration from i think starting to see more of what appeals to you helps you kind of begin to then find those elements in your own style i think that's good advice and we would love for anyone to weigh in here. Yeah, please weigh in. You know, and I would say the your point about the internalized homophobia and the internalized patriarchy, I mean, these are things that are almost impossible to extract from our brains. So I would just be gentle with yourself about this stuff. You know, like it's, it feels almost impossible to separate those things from our own thinking because it's yeah. so in, it's so ingrained in us from the day we like you know exit somebody's uterus so mm -hmm. <laughs> um go easy on yourself yeah and have and have fun with it enjoy the exploration and you can tell your friends like their comments are not helping and are like kind of offensive yeah you know i mean like asking are you going to get a gayer haircut that seems kind of homophobic to me i was just gonna say it 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 does make me feel like your friend this is like your friends feeling a little uncomfortable 
Yeah, I would. I'm curious for more context there. This is a hundred percent more about them than it is about you. A hundred percent. I would say like ignore your friends and also like straight up tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and call them out on these comments personally. No, maybe these friends are great, but like call them out on these comments. I think that's really good advice. Um, but anyway, we would love to hear more from other listeners on this. So uh, give us a shout. Yeah, please do. Hit us up on the jeans, right, Dory? Y- yeah, hit us up on the jeans, everyone. Or the Veams. The Veams is the voicemail. Yeah, or the Teams. Is that the text Te- message? Texting? <laughs> That's, you know, those TikTok generation users, they are all saying the teams. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. They're like, team me. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, well, on that note, we are your 40-something friends signing off. (laughs) You're cool 40-something friends. So cool. Cool and middle-aged. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.